0: Prepare yourself, you're about to listen to Super Games Cast 64 with your host, Trey Mitchell, and your other hosts, Austin Guttery and Connor Reisenhoover. Five, four, three, two, one, failure! What is up, everybody? This is another episode of Super Gamescast 64, but it's not any episode. Uh, This is going to be a sad one. This is a memorial episode. Goes out to our boy Trey, who unfortunately had an untimely... He couldn't be with us here today, is all I'll say. Diarrhea. uh, He had a lot of diarrhea. Like so much that it overfilled the bowl and they had to call maintenance to come in and Fix something, I don't know, Trey, they found Trey on the floor and now he's at a 72 hour mandatory psychiatric stay, so it's, um, it's gonna be a light one tonight, nothing too heavy. Yeah, as opposed to Trey's diarrhea, which was very heavy. Right. Very heavy. Uh, last night, speaking of diarrhea, Austin Guttery, how are you? I'm Connor Reisenhoover, the co I'm good. We've got me, and we've got Connor. Uh, but speaking of diarrhea, uh, do tell my wife and I, uh, looked up diarrhea. No, we looked up the lyrics to the diarrhea song yesterday. The climbing up a ladder and you hear something splatter diarrhea. Uh, but we look, the one that we both knew was the baseball themed one. Do you know that one? No, I don't know the baseball one. All right, hold on. Let me pull it up again. Okay. (laughs) Cause we had, we, we both knew third base, but we couldn't remember Uh the rest of them. Um, Okay, but it's I don't even think I know what this is. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, let me read you the lyrics When you're sliding into first And you're feeling something burst diarrhea, oh diarrhea Okay, when you're sliding into third And you feel a juicy turd diarrhea. diarrhea diarrhea, of course when you're sliding into home and your pants are full of foam. Diarrhea. <laughs> there you go. I've never... Look, I've had a lot of diarrhea in my day. It used to plague me. doesn't anymore for whatever reason. What did you change about your living situation? It just kind of went away. It's like my cat allergy. It just, over a few years, just kind of vanished. I think I really just blossomed and uh just kind of peaked and all my problems went away just a lot less microwaved burritos yeah i think weaning off a college diet probably helped
1: yeah but you you probably did have a lot of
0: diarrhea well i'm glad you made it through none of it was uh none of it was foamy though that's the most disgusting one to me but also the funniest one it's coming out so forcefully that it's creating like whipped Air bubbles. Well, to me, I imagined slug. it's like the head on a beer. <laughs> Where you're pouring it Ooh. out <laughs> you're pouring it out so fast <laughs> Ugh. that it's bubbling up top. This is the kind of hit content you get when Trey's not here. That's right. He doesn't he would never let us talk about diarrhea. No, he can't steer the ship tonight. So he'll be back presumably next week. Yeah, I would assume so. Speaking of diarrhea. I'm going to a bachelor party this weekend, and one of the things we've been tasked with is making a two- to three-minute PowerPoint presentation kay. about the man himself who's getting married, Okay. who has been had, on this podcast, actually. Yes, he has. It's Mario. Uh, Zach with a Q. Uh, he has had legendary diarrhea his entire life, and so my subject for my uh, PowerPoint is going to be diarrhea. Will you An objective pl- look at diarrhea. Will you please use the song that I just gave you? I will. I will do a breakdown of the lyrics. I think you should each just have each PowerPoint slide start with one of the <laughs> lyrics and then go into like the the details. You know, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, like how a stand up comedian has like one through line that they tie yeah. the whole thing up with. Like, uh, I'm not fat. I'm fluffy. Like that guy. Yeah, or Chappelle once did it with uh, the times he met O.J. Simpson. <laughs> that was one fun. That was one of his things that he did. But that's not what we're here to talk about, Austin. We're here to talk about video games. And talk about them, we will, because there's big stuff. There's we some have lot. a lot. Big breaking story from yesterday. There's two. Pretty large things that have happened. One is yes more about culture, and one of them is actually about video games. But we will hit on those yes. after we talk about what we've been playing. I am head head, head deep, neck deep. I think it's neck in, deep in uh, Zelda still. Okay, um, I'm loving it. Well, it's got to be. I mean, it's currently top five favorite Zeldas may inch its way into top three um there's just so much to do so much to see uh it's so well made i didn't enjoy Bre- I'm, that's wrong i tremendously enjoyed breath of the wild but i didn't feel my in- enjoyment of it ran that deep uh and i feel i'm finding endless fun and things to do in this i feel like they've improved on everything in breath of the wild um I've about got all my side quests and stuff wrapped up. I'm about to head home, finish up the temples, and beat it before Pikmin comes out. Uh, And this is probably going to be my game of the year, and probably the most satisfying game experience so far this year. Um, We'll see how Starfield holds up. I don't know how much it will. Uh, But I'm... This is... uh, They've outdone themselves, is all I'll say. I know that you're busy with Tears of the Kingdom, but have you had a chance mm-hmm. to play the Pikmin 4 demo? I have. That's the only other thing I've played. I heard um, that it was more expansive than some that people thought it was going to be. Like, it's a pretty long demo if you want to draw yeah. it out. I didn't finish it just because you you play several hours, uh, <clears throat> but your progress will transfer over, uh, so you don't have to like go through because there's an extensive tutorial in the demo. And once you get, like, started after that, you can just go and play. It looks great. Looks lovely. Plays great. How's the um, dog play? Like the dog mechanic is very fun. Um, you can use it for transportation or smashing stuff. Or it can also help lift and carry things. You, you get it, like, right from the outset. Uh, another really good thing is there's finally a uh, character creator. So, you're, the story is you're searching for Olimar. Uh, But you basically make your own guy and you're part of the like rescue squad looking for him that ends up crashing on the planet as well. So you, as you progress, you collect the other members uh, and use them to solve puzzles and stuff. Uh, And I made a a little guy with a big nose and red hair. Uh, And I think that that was something that was missing from Pikmin. I'm very excited for this full game. I also heard that there are, uh, I can't remember if they're randomly generated or if they're procedurally generated uh, dungeons. I think so. I didn't get that far, but I know there's like underground caverns and stuff. Okay. That are different. Um, which is a which is big. That would be exciting. I was um, reading they also take away the time mechanic if you're like the day night cycle and doesn't affect you if you're in the the dungeons, the caves or caverns. That's what I've heard as well. And now for the first time you can play at night with a special type of uh, uh glow thing. pikmin, right? Yes. So we'll see how that goes. There's also not a there's not an uh, overarching like game long ticking clock anymore because like in the first game you had to finish it in thirty days, In like the third one you have to finish it before you run run out of food. I think in this one you just play indefinitely until you until you wrap it up. Cool. And that yeah. comes out next month. I want to say it's like the twenty seventh, so it's like two weeks away. Oh wow! Okay, this month. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Then you need to finish uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I do, I do. Uh, but it's a it's a good game in summer, and then we'll start fall with Starfield. Uh, I'm optimistic about the gaming horizon this year, and also just the gaming landscape in general. Someone on Reddit the other day posted like a collage or a mosaic of all the titles we've had this year, and it's been a great year. It has gaming. been really, really good. And I do wonder how much of that has to do with the fact that basically for a year essentially like mid 2020 to mid 2021 there was like very little being released because the production got halted so hard three years ago so now just everything is kind of like snowballing on itself oh yeah we're blasting the wad that we backed up during the pandemic and i mean that's not even to talk about the uh Remake of uh, Super Mario RPG that's coming out. Right. That's not too... Yeah, there's a lot of things that are on their way. Elder Scrolls Six Is not coming out this year. Perhaps we'll get a trailer next year. I bet we get a shadow drop in September. I'm sure, yeah. A shadow (laughs) drop immediately of a game that they said is going to take like five more years to make. (sighs) I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. But anyway. Well, Connor, what have you been playing? I have been playing uh, Tears of the Kingdom as well. Not as much as nice. you have. I'm almost done with the Electric uh, Temple. Nice. And then I just have to do the Fire Temple boss. And then okay. I'm ready to go fight Ganon, I think. Although, I need better armor. Armor sucks. I have upgraded lots of mine uh, to where it's pretty good now. But it's it's worth it. Uh, I need to do it. I just I have not organically run across some of that stuff. And so Uh I didn't want to inorganically like go look up how to find it. But we're getting to the point in the game where it's probably time to do it just so I can finish the game. Uh, And then uh, my wife wanted me to mention that she has restarted uh, Hogwarts Legacy uh, because she got trapped in an infinite loop where she just kept spawning (laughs) under the map and couldn't get back on regular soil. And uh, there's no patch for the PS4 version, of course. Great. So she restarted, and after like eight hours and doing none of the side quests that she did the first time, she's back where she was. And is she stuck again? Uh, No, she's actually really excited, and she's still playing it. It's good enough that she restarted it and is playing it again, essentially. Okay, well, good. I mean, that's a sign of a good game, I guess. Yeah, or a game that is made for a specific person. And in this case... Is she redoing it the same... Yeah. Did she pick the same house? She's picked the same house, made the same character okay. again. Well, all right. Yeah. I asked, I was like, why did you not just pick a different house? And she was like, well, I figured I wouldn't be tempted to do the side quests if I picked the same yeah. exact one and just ran through it. So Nice. That's where we're at. Nice. There you go. And that's... Well, we've been playing Trey has, I assume, been playing very little since he's a sick boy. Yeah, he's been playing Sleep, NyQuil. Sleep, yeah, sleep. Yeah. But, well, anyway, we should probably just get to the news, get right to it. Okay. Where would you like to start, Austin? Do you want to go big story first, probably? I want to start with a news song, and I have one in mind for Trey. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to do Chopin's Funeral March okay. for Trey. Here's Games Cast news. There's no Trey with us today. That's it. That was all. Well, uh, we should probably start with uh, a U.S. judge has ruled for Microsoft in the FTC fight over Activision. I figured this would happen. I didn't know it would be this quickly. Um, I don't like it. Uh, Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley denied the Federal Trade Commission's request to stop the deal before its deadline for completion on July 18th. She was quoted as saying, The FTC has not shown that it is likely to succeed on its ass- assertion. The combined firm will probably pull Call of Duty from play- Sony PlayStation or or that its ownership of Activision content will substantially lessen competition in the video game library subscription and cloud gaming markets. So there you go. What is their reasoning, though? I mean, they're basically buying up like a fifth of the market. Uh, I think it's just that even though they're buying another large company, that there are still other large companies that can take on, with, uh, that can take on the gaming sphere. What do we have? Because they have got Bethesda too. So we basically have Microsoft, EA, Sony, and Nintendo. That's the power play. I mean, there's no one else who's that big. The other quote. So she also wrote this as part of her uh, decision. Uh, Microsoft has committed in writing in public and in court to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for 10 years on parity with Xbox. It made an agreement with Nintendo to bring Call of Duty to the Switch and it entered several agreements to the first uh, agreements to for the first time bring Activision content to cloud gaming services. This court's responsibility in this case is narrow. It is to decide if, notwithstanding these current circumstances, the merger should be halted pending resolution of an FTC administrative actions. For the reason explained, the court finds the FTC has national likelihood it will prevail on its claim This particular vertical merger in this specific industry may substantially lessen competition. To the contrary, the record evidence points to more consumer access to Call of Duty and other Activision content. The motion for preliminary injunction is therefore denied. So I think it sounds like because Activision and Microsoft, or because Microsoft essentially said they're not going to be taking away access, and in fact, they're going to be giving more access that they're not actually lessening the amount of people who are going to play uh, its properties of the company they're buying. If they're being forced to put that in writing and have it be legally binding, that should be indicative that this shouldn't happen. Like, that, it will naturally be on all the other stuff if it just didn't go through. It's like an abuser promising. Like, I'll put it in writing that, like, I'm not going to hit you for 10 years. Doesn't make i not an abuser. I think that's fair. I think that's an interesting way to look at it. Maybe not a metaphor I would have picked. But I also don't think... The, so, the judge found that this is extremely narrow and that it wouldn't hurt it enough for it to not go through. Now, this is for the U.S. only. Um, right. There's some... It's still being blocked in the U.K. And also in the U.S., It's not officially gone through, it's just the FTC is stopping their fight. There still are some other legal things that have to go through, right? Uh, Let's go through this. Uh, The FTC is reportedly leaning towards an appeal of the Microsoft Activision Blizzard win. Okay. So, uh, an anonymous source familiar with the case told Bloomberg, the FTC is leaning towards appealing the ruling in favor of Microsoft. Um, The FTC is... Uh, allegedly, yet to make a final decision, but could submit an appeal as early as July twelfth. So, there you go. Huh. Well, uh, so there's that. We also have yeah. um, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority has warned that Microsoft could be hit with a new merger investigation when it releases a new proposal attempting to acquire Activision oh. Blizzard. Uh, whilst merging parties don't have the opportunity to put forward new remedies once a final report has been issued, they can choose to restructure the deal, which can lead to a new merger investigation. So, in the UK, if they make any changes to the deal or any updates to the way that it's going to work, they basically start the process completely over in the UK courts. Okay, <clears throat> so that could like that could muddle them up for years, pretty much. Uh, It will be annoying at the very least. So what happens if this fully passes in the U.S. and gets blocked in the U.K.? Does that mean Microsoft has to operate or does Activision have to operate as a separate entity in the U.K.? Like Microsoft ass- won't have any control over it? I assume that's what it would mean. Okay. I am not familiar enough with business to know what the exact answer is, but... Yeah. uh. Yeah, I don't really know what that would do. Our business guy is not here this week. No, our business guy is not here this week. But that would be weird if they won every other country and then the UK blocked it. Right. So I wonder if that would just mean anything that Microsoft or Activision does in the UK has to still be separate. That seems to be the most... Like they have to remain separate entities... Right. Although they could be in a quote unquote partnership, I guess. Yeah. So hmm. I don't know. Well, we're in the end game of the monopoly game that we're playing in life where all these companies just have so much money, they can just keep buying up the votes in the courts essentially and uh, just keep getting bigger and we'll see what happens. Uh, Activision Blizzard's share price saw a big jump after the verdict it jumped 10% or $9.32 as soon nice. as things were announced. So if you bought a million shares, you would have made $9 million. Uh, my question is, when Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard, do they still retain their own stock numbers? Or... Uh, I think it just gets folded into Microsoft stock. So is like Activision Blizzard going to no longer be on the stock exchange? were they public? Yeah, they're public. Oh. They're Acti- Yeah, I think it Activision Blizzard Incorporated. Yeah, I don't think it'll be listed anymore. I think you'll just you'll get an equivalent amount of Microsoft shares. That's super weird. Yeah. So. Uh oh, I have more information. Oh, give me one second. Wait, breaking? Second. Oh, no, we still we already talked about this. This was about the UK stuff. Well, let's, okay. let's move on to something more important than Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard. Uh, Baldur's Gate has everything you want. Polyamory, the ability to have sex with a bear, and blood <laughs> sacrifice. Austin, did you see this? I did not. I did not know you could have sex with a bear in Baldur's Gate. Uh, in Baldur's Gate 3, Early Access, you can meet a character named Halson, and the druid companion can transform into a bear... He's also a romance option, and the transformation comes into play when you choose to have sex with him. <laughs> okay, does that count? It's still a human brain. What do you mean, Just does, in a bare body. does that count? Does that count as bestiality? I need to know very soon. I uh, I have no idea. Hmm. Our bestiality guy is gone. Yeah, that this is week. true. Uh, let's see. They so they did it on stream. This was during okay. a showcase. <laughs> uh, depending on the dialogue choice you make, you can break things off with them, reassure them that things are going to are okay to proceed as planned, or you can tell them you like it. During the presentation, the <laughs> the presenter was letting the live audience make decisions for the dialogue. They would pick and demonstrate on stream. They found the bear form tantalizing and encouraged Halson uh, <laughs> to turn back. It took some persuasion. And Halson said, quote, size might be a concern. Nevertheless, they persisted. And Baldur's Gate 3 let the main character have sex with a bear on stream. Okay, finally, we're getting some progressive games in the gaming sphere. That's right. Baldur's Gate will be available on PC August 3rd, PlayStation 5, September 6th. So there you Very go. Very excited for this. I know Zach with a Q and friends really like Baldur's Gate. Not for the bear sex. But it's but for maybe stuff. it's a plus. Yeah, it's not going to deter them. Uh, yeah, I think your main character is a vampire, so. Cute. I guess. Vampire bear sex? Yeah. Is that a sentence that's ever been said? Probably not. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog creator was given a suspended prison sentence and a $1.2, $1.2 million fine. This is insider trading stuff? <laughs> yes, right? that is correct. Uh, Damn. Yuji Naka, co-creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, was given a prison sentence of two years and six months as well as fines totaling $1.2 million for his role in an insider trading scheme dating to 2020. What do you think Japanese prisons are like? Pretty nice? Uh, I don't know, but I was reading something today that said the Japanese uh, legal system has like a 99% conviction rate. Uh, It's because it works the opposite way there than it does here. You are considered guilty until... Innocent until you're proven innocent, so basically, you go to jail, interesting, and then they'll work out whether or not you're getting out. I did also see that most uh, it's it said that Japanese lawyers will not prosecute unless they think they can win, huh? Do you think the prison cells have the sliding like paper doors? <laughs> yeah, you have to wear a kimono, <laughs> <laughs> have one of those little fold out beds. I wonder what, I mean, I can't, well, they have the Yakuza or they did, that was really popular, or not popular, but they had a lot of, uh, I don't know, they had a lot of stuff going on, so it feels like they probably have prisons that suck also. Um, All these look pretty nice, actually. Do they look like Swedish prisons? They do. (laughs) It's like, it just looks like every anime apartment. It looks like a, what's the guy from One Punch Man? Uh I've S- never S- I don't know his, na- his name's One Punch Man to me. I don't know his real name. I mean look at uh here's like the first one I pulled up. It's got a nice little uh rice yeah, paper floor it, and stuff. It looks like Swedish prisons. Yeah, where they look like real rooms and not like animal holding cells. You know what? I kinda wanna get arrested in Japan. This uh nice. you probably don't as a foreigner. Uh, that's true. Uh, just like the rest of Japan, if you are a foreigner, you probably will get treated a lot more poorly than if you are, uh, born well, there. Well, this, this article from Bloomberg says, ja- Japan's prisons are a haven for elderly women. Um, I'm sorry? Yeah. Uh this, uh, this one looks like a shithole, though. Well, not every well, every not every Japanese prison can be beautiful. True. Uh, anyway, the point of this story was that uh, he has a his sentence has has been suspended for four years, uh, mm-hmm. as long as he doesn't break the law again during this time. Okay. So, so long as he doesn't insider trade anymore, <laughs> he's going to be okay. I think he'll be fine. He's probably learned his lesson. Insider trading is maybe the lamest thing you can get in trouble for. That's how Joe Kennedy made all his money. That's why JFK was all wealthy. Really? Yeah, insider trading and rum running. I knew about the rum running, but I did not know about yeah the other stuff. Well, not a good dude. Uh, none of the Kennedys are uh john's not bad uh, i can't wait for Trey to vote for jfk jr or rfk jr in the upcoming election <laughs> that's actually where he is right now he's uh campaigning uh pokemon go developer was accused of a quote boys club workplace culture in the lawsuit yeah that place is falling apart they're laying off like 300 people or something uh yeah niantic has laid over laid off whoa <laughs> has laid off <laughs> over 200 workers Uh, uh, the game makes like no money anymore and they keep nickel and diming everyone. Everyone on the subreddit is just complaining what piece of shit it is now. So essentially Pokemon Go is doing what, uh, Justin complained about MLB The Show doing two weeks ago. Yeah, basically. They're just kind of running out of money and trying to penny pinch. Uh, the lawsuit alleges the company has a quote, systematic sexual bias against women employees. That's uh, not good. Nope. It extended to favoritism towards male employees, underpaying female workers, and labeling those who speak out against these conditions as a problem. Our official stance on this show is that that is bad. Is that Niantic sucks. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, No Cosby room, but, you know, still bad. (laughs) Austin, have you watched... Any of the trailers for Twisted Metal? I watched like a minute of one, and then I bailed. It looks... Uh, it looks terrible. Awful. Which I think we're going to have to watch. I don't know how you can make a show out of a game that's just silly cars shooting each other. Uh, well, it looks like it's kind of... Uh, this article title that I read says the Twisted Metal show looks like the anti-Last of Us. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's got Anthony Mackie, the lady from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Will Arnett playing the voice of a character, not the body. So the cars talk, right? No, you're thinking of the movie Cars. Oh, I am thinking of the movie Cars. No, this is, uh, you're playing as the characters who drive, the, or you're, it is the characters who drive the cars. So, in the game, when the cars talk, it's... No, the cars, you're People, de- you're getting confused. The cars don't talk. I thought there's, like, voiceover when uh, you're playing. I mean, there is, but it's the drivers of the cars, not the okay, cars. Okay, that's what stuff. I was gonna ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But... Okay, so they live in Radiator Springs, right? No. The, twist of metal uh, the cars? luckiest people live inside of fairly comfortable walled-off cities while the in-between lands are a barren desert of highways, cars, guns, and outlaws. Cool. Uh, Anthony Mackey is going to be a character has to deliver stuff from city to city. Sound familiar? Uh no. All right. Well. Is that part of The Last of Us? Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah, I guess he's delivering a person. Yeah. So, I don't know. It looks like it's going to suck. There are going to be 10 episodes that come out July 27th. And I think Yumi and Trey should watch and see how many we can make it through before we tap out. Okay. <laughs> okay, Because they're all coming out at the same time. Nice. That'll be fun. So, Who's this by? Amazon? Uh, Peacock. Oh, weird. Yeah, it doesn't make... Why did they pick this? It doesn't make any... Because they saw The Last of Us. Yeah, but they could have picked like Gax, done a whole series on that. Uh, well, all the good stuff has been taken up. Really, the thing I'm waiting on is the, uh, well, one, eventually the Bioshock uh, show. Oh, uh-huh, the Fallout show. Then the Fallout show is really what I'm looking forward to. The Fallout yeah. show is this year too. It is? I believe so. I want to say October. Ah. I'm going to look really quick. I wonder if it's going to premiere on the day the bombs dropped. That would be cool. Which was? October 24? Oh, I'm wrong. It's set to release 2024. Okay. So. Although I'm seeing possibly this year. So sometime between end of the year and the beginning of next. Okay. Which I... People see dollar signs with these video game shows now. Uh Uh-huh. Because... I'll just segue right into uh, The Last of Us, uh, had a ton of Emmy nominations. Yes, a ton, and uh, only behind Succession, right? Yes, so it was nominated for best drama series. Uh, it was nominated for best lead actor with Pedro Pascal playing uh, okay. Joel. Uh, Bella Ramsey was nominated for Best Lead Actress. Okay. Um, let's see. Do we need to be separating those? Yeah. Shouldn't it just be Best Lead? No, we do need to be separating them. Like, I get with sports, because women are smaller and need their own category, but like with acting, like, it's all the same uh you would say that i believe the uk tried this oh the brit awards for 2022 uh merged the top artist prizes and then Uh it ended up with all male nominees (laughs) okay so no we don't in a perfect world yes it makes sense you would have Mm -hmm. a an unbiased and a fair representation of people deciding who gets nominated. But we all yeah. know really who the nominations are made by. Right. So for us, by us. Correct. Yeah. It's FUBU nominations. Uh, but we also got um, the little deaf kid from that one episode and his brother both got nominated for. Uh, really? Yeah. They got nominated for supporting actors. Choice. Um, why can I not think of his name? The guy who played Ron Swanson. Uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman and the guy who played his gay lover both also got nominated. Okay. So I mean, Last of Us, most successful video game uh, adaptation. <sighs> I mean, are you gonna know, argue in Mar- terms of are you gonna know, argue Mario because that's the only other one? I am. I'm going to say Mario movie just because it's like, I mean, it's the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Yep. And it's in the top 20 of highest grossing movies of all time, I think. Regardless of, it's maybe in top 25 or something. Um, that was just a, a blockbuster. Uh, probably best video game show. Okay. If we're going on critical merit, I think Last of Us takes the cake. But if we're going straight dollars, probably Mario movie. You know what they say, Austin, if it don't make dollars. Don't make any sense. <laughs> don't make sense. You got it. Yeah. You get it. They do say that. They do, yeah. they do be saying that. I'm a money guy. Moneyball, baby. That's all I'm about. I'm just about money only. <laughs> just call me Bobby Kotick because I'm all about making money. I will. Uh, real quick side story. Let's do it. Did you see the article I sent earlier? I did about Gex coming to the Switch. The Gex trilogy is coming to the Switch. Remastered, fully voiced. Uh, That's all. Are you actually interested in Gex, or is this just like I played the shit out of one of the Gex games for Game Boy as a kid, like 50 times. Uh... So I'm very excited for. Okay, so this is this is like how I like Wario uh, Super Mario yes. Land Three. Okay. Yeah. This makes sense then. Yeah. Well, then while we're talking about games that are coming out, because we definitely have time, because uh, there is a game coming out called WrestleQuest. I don't know if you've seen this at all. <laughs> no, I've not. So WrestleQuest is a, it is an old school RPG, but the. Uh, the setting and conceit is it's wrestling. Like, old school, like, 80s wrestling. Ooh, and there's a, that team right up your alley. And there's a bunch of, like, you know, there's a bunch of uh, parodies of people of that era. And yeah. It's pretty great. This sounds like Golf Story, kind of. There's 12 playable characters, 400 NPCs. <laughs> so, Damn. it looks super fun. It's going to be on mobile via netflix so i will play it let me see for sure wrestle quest wrestle quest yeah see if you can find any screenshots because it is just straight up like an rpg this does look cool i think it's gonna be really fun yeah so i don't know it says big stardew valley vibes it does um i believe this is actually i think it actually has like some of the license too, cause like the cha- nice some of the characters like they have Macho Man, they have yeah, Jake the Snake, they have the Road Warriors, they have Owen Hart. Is he gonna be there? Um, I don't know if they have the Owen Hart license. Drop him from the ceiling. Okay. Just speaking of wrestling, which I don't normally get to do, cause Trey's really uh, mm-hmm. he's kind of a wrestling Nazi. Uh, he is. If you're not watching Dark Side of the Ring, it's very, very good. Is that the show about the heels? Uh, or is that heels? You're thinking of the show Heels. Okay. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring is like a documentary type show on Vice. And it looks at some of uh, the like darkest times in wrestling period. And it's like an hour long. It's really good. But they did wanna, is, uh, didn't own Heart One. Is this the last thing Vice is doing? Um, it's something they were doing... It's it's not a vice production. It's just the thing that mm-hmm. vice puts out. Okay, because they're about to go under. Uh, did you see this week though that uh, the even in bankruptcy the uh, upper management gave themselves like several hundred thousand dollars in bonuses? <laughs> I mean, if they're if they're going to be going down with the ship, they might as well. Uh, well, I guess bankruptcy for. You know, upper management is not a huge deal, actually. It only affects all the people that they have to lay off to do so. Yeah. Which, who cares? Exactly. Who cares? Well, I was looking for a fun game, but I did not find a fun game for us to do at the end of the day. Okay. But, oh, this is actually a really interesting article that I did find, and I didn't plan on talking about it, but we totally can. Yeah. Uh... Eighty-seven uh, researchers found that eighty-seven percent of U.S. classic video games are out of print and quote critically endangered. I saw this, and I saw some institution is working on getting some sort of preservation technique up and running or something. They were going to like catalog and house everything so it'll be functional. I, I maybe need to look that up, but. This is a This is scary. It is a really big problem in video games in general, and it's one of the I think it's one of the few mediums where this is a really big deal. Yeah. And I don't know why it's such a big deal. Is it because it's such a young industry that people are still short sighted and are like, well, we can still make money on this sort of thing. Or maybe. Like you mean on old games? Yeah, like, and I wonder if it's yeah. it's it's licensing probably as well. Because I'm sure there's a lot more licensing issues that go on with classic video games than there are with classic right. movies, for example. Are ROMs the best way to preserve games? Basically, ROMs and emulators, like are are hackers kind of doing all the preservation work? It's the only way you can do it. Short of, well, yes, because now the best way to preserve things is digitally. Mm -hmm. And so the only way you can get things digitally is to rip the guts out of the actual uh, physical media and put it online. So it would have to be ROMs. It would have to be emulators. Yeah. Um, So yes, technically the people who are ripping ROMs, coolroms.com is actually archiving (laughs) things. Vim's layer is doing God's work. Uh, This was a great quote from this article that I really enjoyed. It just said... Uh, for comparison, the 13% of total games still in the market one way or the other, whatever, mm-hmm. is uh, slightly above the availability of pre-World War II audio recordings and slightly <laughs> below the survival rate of American silent films. Damn. It says, we're talking about games from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, and they're in just as bad shape as music and movies from when Calvin Coolidge was president. I think the youth of the industry, or like the the young age of the industry, I think does play a factor into it. Like, I think a hundred years from now, there will be entire industries devoted to preserving games, just because they would be a part of history at that point, but pretty much everyone's still around from the time when the first, you know, mass market video games started coming out. Let's see. So you're, I think you're talking about the Video Game History Foundation. Okay, maybe. Um, because in this article, they talk about the Video Game History Foundation. Uh, they found that the entire Game Boy library, uh, only 5.87% are still in circulation and the rest are only available through really? used or piracy. We got to start roaming those. We do got to start roaming those. Um, but this this was a good quote. Because I think a thing, when we have this conversation or when other people talk about preserving video games, they immediately put it on the industry to preserve its own stuff. Yeah. Which is not, I don't think we put that on any other industry to be the ones who preserve the history. And so the quote that they said was, the industry can't and shouldn't be in charge of preservation. It's not their job. It, are video games preserved in the Library of Congress? That is a great question. I doubt it, but I wonder if that's something they should start doing. Video games. Library of Congress. Hold on. Uh, looks like they are. Uh, yes, the... Let's see. The Library of Congress has video games as of 2012. Okay, nice. It's called Game Canon. The Game Canon is a list of video games to be preserved for considered for preservation by the Library of Congress. Uh, New York Times called the creation of the list an assertion that digital games have a cultural significance and a historical significance. So it looks like they they may have a list of games they want, but to, may not have done anything with it yet. Right, because the, a, there's a section on here called List of Games Considered. Okay, the initial list consists of ten video games that are each considered representing the beginning of a genre that is still vital in the video game industry. Can you name the ten games? Uh, I'm going to assume Pong. No. Really? Interesting. Uh, Mario, the original Super Mario. No. Well, I feel like I, if those were my first two guesses and they were not correct, I have no idea. There's a big one you're missing. Um, is it uh, Jump Man? Tetris. Okay, that makes sense, sure. What are the other ones? Uh, so, we've got Tetris, Space War, uh, Sensible World of Soccer, which... Uh, Should be what the kick around changes their name to. <laughs> From nineteen ninety-four. Uh, Warcraft, Doom, Civilization 1 and 2, Super Mario Bros. 3, okay, that makes Sim sense. City, Tetris, Zork, Star Raiders, and Space War. I like that Warcraft is on there. Mm-hmm. And it's not like World of Warcraft, it's just Warcraft. It says Warcraft series. Well, it's it's not talking about World of Warcraft though. Right. It's talking right. about the RTS. Okay, so Space War is a space combat video game developed in 1962. So that's like one of the very first. It's weird that Pong is not in there. I know. All right, Austin, uh, right now yes. you have to save 10 games. So or you have 10 games that you got to recommend to the Library of Congress. Okay. What are the 10 games? They can be on that list too. Like you can count if you if you wanted any of those. What are the ten games that you want to put on that list. Okay, it looks like there's one, two, three. I'm gonna write mine down. So that I One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, oh, there's thirteen Leisure Suit Larry's. <laughs> well So I'm gonna have to eliminate some of these. This is interesting when faced with like what is the biggest thing that's ever happened in gaming that's essentially the list you're kind of making yeah I feel like I want to say uh, there's got to be a Mario you got to have Tetris <coughs> Pong Pac-Man um, oh the Sims <sighs> this is tough because I, I want to avoid games that I just like that I think would be significant, just because I like them. Like, I want to say Halo, because it defined the first-person shooter genre. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that. Um, maybe something like Candy Crush, just because it's it revolutionized the games. Um, Half-Life. Ocarina of Time, maybe? How many is that? Uh, you've got, like, two more. I'm at nine, and I'm, like, struggling. Oh, Minecraft. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm trying to go very high selling. I'm going uh, to add then, that to my list. Maybe, like, a racing game, uh, like Gran Turismo or something. Or Mario Kart. All right, you want to hear mine? Yeah. Tetris. Okay. Pong. Yeah. Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Wii Sports. Okay. Uh, World of Warcraft. Yes. Civilization. Okay. Bioshock. Nice. Fallout. The original, like the original. The Fallout. original okay. Uh, Minecraft. And I could be talked okay. out of this one. Uh, I'm not like, I don't have to have it in there. Final Fantasy uh-huh. VII. That is that's probably worthy of it. Uh, I feel like a sports game should be included as well. Would you do like a, a really like- early Madden? Yeah, or like NFL Blitz or something. What would I kick out? I guess if I have... I might kick out Pong. I could probably kick out Bioshock. Yeah. I think it's culturally significant in the video game sphere, but... Yeah. um, I mean, maybe World World of Warcraft, because it will be unplayable if you save it. Uh, You know, I kind of want to throw Skyrim in there as well. Interesting. I I mean I like it. It's been on RPG. every it's been on every platform ever. Yeah. Uh what are the uh what are the 5 games that you would recommend the Library of Congress not even think about putting into. Not even worth saving. Um Pokémon Sword and Shield. Okay. <laughs> uh Mrs. Pac-Man. Okay. Um Triforce Heroes, Star Fox Adventures, and Halo 5. Okay, hold on. I got to put two more. I got to put three more on my list. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Um, All right. Well, here's three, and then we can just talk through the last two. Um, Okay. Games I would recommend they don't add. Pitfall. Pitfall correct uh sonic 06 (laughs) correct uh kingdom hearts the whole series okay nice they're garbage uh and then probably um any of the games that pretend to be games that you like but are actually just beat-em-ups so whatever that hyrule warriors is and um, all the hack and slashes yeah don't care about those don't need them uh and then let's see what about genshin impact yeah, probably don't need Genshin Impact or that game that's Pokemon with guns. Don't save that one. <laughs> and Ooblets, we'll throw that yeah, away. Yeah, Ooblets, B Simulator, perhaps. Mm-hmm. None, None of those we need. Uh, anyway, uh, just to leave it with this quote, uh, video games are a complex digital object that faces unique copyright obstacles compared to other med- mediums. Um, This is particularly true for libraries and archives trying to provide remote access to their games collections, which is not Mm -hmm. possible under current copyright rules. It's tough because they exist in four dimensions, where it's like a painting. Well, I guess a film also exists in four dimensions, but it's like you can keep the physical film real and still have the film preserved. But it's like with games, they exist, they only exist in like a powered state and so it's a challenge to keep like it can't last forever because hard drives will die and batteries will run out and there needs to be a way to like solidify the coding for a game on some sort of uh immortal tablet what or if you put it onto a chip and you put that chip inside of a some sort of casing perhaps maybe a cartridge of some okay. sort and that's how we save them maybe on but a, does the data on there last forever on like a maybe, SNES cartridge maybe we put it on a disc a CD there we go perhaps a DVD okay uh, also, laser disc uh, this made me laugh uh, his team that's helping this guy do the archiving uh, mm-hmm. two names really stuck out to me uh, one okay. of them is Wayne Wang <laughs> <laughs> and the other is Lily Dong. <laughs> All right, they got some pranksters. Yeah, heading the video game preservation. Yeah, and Bang Ding Owl. <laughs> we too low. Oh, what a great, so good. That's a good, good bit. Why well, don't have the greatest bit? I don't have anything else. I don't either. Without Trey here to, for us to bag on. There's. Nothing to talk about. I mean, we still except for games. We went fifty-two minutes. Yeah, so there you go. Did we really? Yeah. Damn. There's okay. Well, there was a lot to talk about this week between there really was Microsoft winning in the U.S. and uh, the Last of Us winning at the Emmys so far, mm-hmm. or at least nomination-wise. We got some stuff. Video games are a tentpole in culture. They matter. Yes. They matter. There is a big, meaty, gamescast-lite episode Yeah. without Trey. Yeah. Uh, proves we don't need him, and uh, maybe we won't bring him back. Uh, we're, he's actually negotiating his contract, so we'll find out. Yeah, who. yeah. He's thinking of moving over to the, to the Freak right now, or over to uh, side, sc- side Scrollers. <laughs> he's gonna actually hop on, he's gonna restart the center ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with new Tim. With Tim and Clyde. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. This was our the last episode of our sixth year. Uh, it'll be our seven-year anniversary next week. That's right. What's the seventh uh, anniversary? It's what? Styrofoam? Maybe? Why would it be we'll st- styrofoam? Well, that's like wood and then gold and then like... Uh, let's see. The seventh anniversary is... Paper... Uh, copper and wool. Oh, hmm. So okay. So. So next week. Next week, I'm going to give Trey a penny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a sock. Do you have wool socks? Get him a. Get him a copper like Moscow mule. Oh, there we go with the, with the logo on it. Yep. will get him one of those Q bands, the the little. Copper oh yeah, yeah that help else. you stand up straight. And can't be pushed <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> Sounds good. Right. Well, there you go. Congrats, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet In the summertime In the summertime How could I make you understand We are radiant beams of light Shining bright even when we are small In the fall Mm, This is where it picks up air come in. It's good. It gets you hyped. People know the chorus by this point, so they can sing with you And you go. I had a dream that I was bringing to your house. In the summertime. Huh. Huh. I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall. When? When was it? Tell them. In the summertime. These visions, I can change them